Okay, welcome to The Real DOS. Today's episode is going to recap day one of the Democrat National Convention. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the highlights, some of the lowlights, and the incredible speech that Michelle Obama gave. We're going to talk about that in a separate segment. So let's get started. All right. Day one, National Convention, Democrat National Convention was yesterday. Some pretty good things happened in it. Some kind of areas that dragged. So what were some of the highlights? Well, at the beginning, uh, Ava Longoria came out, one of the hosts for the week. Um, other hosts are going to include Kerry Washington, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Trace Least Ross. So we got a good lineup there of hosts. I didn't think there were going to be hosts, but they, those three, those women, good, good choices. Um, the national anthem yesterday was performed in a video, obviously, which I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, the video of the national anthem was sung by kids, kids of all colors and ages and it was it was done really really well it was very very moving if i was american i would have been very proud to have heard the national anthem sound like that it was done by kids and i think there were adults in there too of all ages colors creeds it, it was just phenomenal just very very powerful i i would have been proud like i said i it would have been a made me feel proud to be american to hear the national anthem sound like that um, speeches that I'll talk about. Um, some of the good, high, some of the highlight of the speeches, besides um, Michelle Obama, I didn't mind Andrew Cuomo. I thought he did a decent job. Um, he was later on in the show, um, later on in the con- later on the, in the program. Um, one of the lines that he said was, we need a leader as good as our people. And a lot of people agree that Joe Biden is that person. Um, I thought Andrew Cuomo gave a, a decent speech. Um, John Kasich did an okay speech um, in trying to bring in... Um, Republicans trying to bring in people who may not have who may have supported Trump before but now are not um, I don't know how successful he's going to be it wasn't he tried to be passionate I just I don't know if he was successful in it um, one of the other things I really liked um, George Floyd's brother uh, said a few words and then they did a moment of silence for uh, victims of for black victims of violence like that um, George Floyd's brother said this the many other they, they wanted to do talk they were talking about this um, he said the many other souls we've lost to hate and injustice it's up to us to carry on their fight for justice. Our actions will be their legacies. And 
it was a very moving segment. Um, it when they during the moment of silence, it showed different people, you know, with their heads down, doing the moment of silence. It, it must have been people watching the the convention on Zoom, and this is throughout the 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 whole convention, the whole night. They showed random people like that watching everyday American. I think they were everyday Americans just watching it on Zoom. Um, after certain certain speeches, they would they would be clapping. Uh, they would show them clapping. Um, the musical performances, um, Maggie Rogers, um, Leon Bridges, fantastic songs. Um, Billy Porter and Stephen Stills doing for what it's worth, excellent, excellent job. Um, some other highlights. I, I Bernie's endorsement. I want to talk a little bit about that right now. Um, I'm glad that he full out endorsed Joe Biden. I just really, really hope to really passionate Bernie supporters listen to his words and go out and vote for Biden. They might not like Biden, but they got to think, you know what, he can't be, he is not as bad as Donald Trump. And they got to have it in their heads. They got to vote for Biden. It's the only way to get to remove Trump. I went on Twitter today. I was on Twitter, obviously, today. And I went through Bernie Twitter. I went through Bernie Sanders supporters, Twitter pages. Some of them said that they were going to vote for Biden. They didn't like that they were going to. But they were going to, which I was happy to see. Other people, not so much. They said that they're never Biden. Oh, screw what Bernie says. We're not going to vote for Biden. And I expected that. I, I just hope there's more people voting for Biden from the Bernie camp than there are people who aren't. Bernie Sanders said this last night. We need Joe Biden as pre the, our next president. Authoritarianism has taken root in our country. Um, he gave examples as to why you need to vote for Biden. He said, Joe, uh, he gave examples on why you need to vote for, for Biden and how Joe will move us forward, is how he put it. And I was happy that he did it. It wasn't exactly that moving of a speech, but I was glad that he said what he said and it was needed. He, he, it was needed and I was impressed that he said what he did. Um, some of the lowlights, the short roundtables that they had with Biden and Megan Rapinoe. Um, I liked that they had Megan Rapinoe talk, but it just seemed like filler to me there was the round table small short two three minute round tables on police reform and first responders um and how they dealt with the pandemic it was i know why they did it i just i didn't really see how this was going to grab anybody's attention um amy klobuchar's speech was not very impressive she tried to be have humor in it and i just i like the woman but this is not a good speech for her gretchen whitmer same thing um it just neither was very passionate i felt it just it it felt like a little bit of rambling to me 
but that's just me. Um, one other thing I want to mention, um, Christina Yurquiza, Yurquiza, and I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. If I butchered it, I am so very sorry. She had, she had a video. They had a video of her talking about her father, talking about her father dying from the coronavirus. And it was a very touching, moving, very sad video. And um, one of the lines that got me, that I actually got tears from when she said it, was that his only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump. And she said it with such pain in her voice, it was hard to not be moved by it. Um, Jim Claiborne, I forgot about him. He did a really good speech. Short, but again, pretty good. I like that they had him. Same with the mayor of D.C. I liked what she said. I like those two people. I, I like Jim Claiborne and the mayor of D.C. I, I really like them. Um, oh, yes. There was a Biden video, and I really, really want you to look at this. It's on Joe Biden's Twitter page. You got to scroll through the page, but find it it is a must watch it's biden speaking over video clips of different things trump has done over video over clips of things that have happened during trump's first four years um it showed a brief clip of charlottesville a brief clip of trump throwing paper towel the hurricane victims um the Black Lives Matter protest, Trump holding the Bible for a photo op in front of the church earlier this year. It also showed regular Americans and how they were affected by the pandemic. It showed first responders, nurses, doctors, regular people, visiting people that at both they were social distancing at parties. A very, very moving video, all put to the song The Rising by Bruce Springsteen which, if I'm not mistaken, came out shortly after 9-11 happened. He made an album called The Rising, I think. And he t- it brought America together then. And this video definitely felt like America was brought together for a moment when it came out. It was a very, very good video. And please look it up. Try to find it. Biden's Twitter page. It might be on his website. I don't know. Look it up. It's a very, very moving three-and-a-half-minute video, and please, please look it up. Um, but, yeah, um, those were some of the highs and lows of the thing, um, of the convention. I mean, it, it dragged in parts, but it's a convention. It's going to. I, I don't expect tonight's to be as exciting, have as many exciting moments as yet last night's did. I don't know, think will be as moved with Jill Biden's speech as we were with Michelle Obama's speech. I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, AOC is talking tonight. Um, we're also going to hear from Bill Clinton, John Kerry. I really don't know why Bill Clinton is talking, but I'm not the one that comes up with the who talks. I wish they got someone else, but it is what it is. Okay, let's talk about Michelle 
Obama speech from yesterday. I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever been as moved as I was from that speech that she did. It's been a long time. The last time I even felt that much emotion from a speech is when Obama gave his Yes We Can speech. Remember that speech when he was saying Yes We Can? That was a really good speech that Obama gave. And what Michelle did last night was very, very riveting, very powerful. There are moments that I wanted to stand up and cheer for what she said. I wanted to cheer at the end of her speech. At the end, I, I wanted to stand up and just give her a standing ovation. It was... I, I literally had chills the whole time. I had tears. It was just so emotional and wonderful. And I... It was really, really well done. So very well done. Some of the things she said, I'm going to say the exact quotes to make sure I got them right. Um, she said, let me be clear as possible. Donald Trump is not the president for our country. She's right. He's not. She also said, being president does not change who you are. It reveals who you are. Certainly revealed a lot about Donald Trump, didn't it? We all knew he was racist. We all knew. We all knew that. I mean, come on. But it's definitely revealed the type of person he is even more we already knew the type of person he was. She talked about Black Lives Matter. She talked about George Floyd. She talked about Breonna Taylor. And this was a moment that I I literally I was I was tearing up. And I have I want to say these words properly because they are very, very important. This is her, what she mentioned about George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Black Lives Matter. Here at home, as George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and a never-ending list of innocent people of color continue to be murdered, stating the simple fact that a black life matters is still met with derision from the nation's highest office. And she's right. They don't think Black Lives Matter. They're having at the GOP convention those two people, the the husband and the wife, who were charged with a felony for aiming their guns at protesters speaking at the convention. You want to bring black people into your party? You want people to be, think that you believe Black Lives Matter and you're bringing these people in? You don't. That's... No. No. 
you don't think they matter. You don't think they matter when you're bringing those people in. And she's right when she says this. She continued on talking about what kids in the country are seeing now. What they're seeing with how people are acting in the country, in America. And this is another part that, that, that really, really moved me. So this is about when what kids are seeing, what kids who are growing up in America are seeing happening in, in, in the U.S. They see people shouting in grocery stores, unwilling to wear a mask to keep us safe. They see people calling the police on folks, minding their own business, just because of the color of their skin. They see an entitlement that says only certain people belong here, that greed is good and winning is everything because as long as you come out on top, it doesn't matter what happens to everyone else. I mean, it's true. It's... They don't... You see the videos of the people getting pissed off that they're forced to wear a mask at the grocery store. The one video of the woman at the at the gym who was told she had to wear a mask and she got pissed off saying it was against her constitutional right. And that same woman out of the DMV or something like that complaining about having to be complaining about having to leave because there was too many people in the DMV and it was they weren't it was it's ridiculous there's a video i seen earlier today of a woman complaining complaining about a park being closed oh because she's paying for the park her taxes pay for the park it's her right to have the park open and they're going against the constitution to having the park being closed It's ridiculous. People, it's... To flip out. To get pissed off over having to wear a mask. To having to... Properly social distance. To having to keep people safe. You get pissed off. It's so ridiculous. And I don't feel bad for calling these people Karens or Chads or whatever you want to call them. I don't feel bad. If that offends you, then it, it does. I, I'm not apologizing for calling out people, calling out women who do this, Karens, and men who do this, Chads. I don't even know if Chad is the right name, but that's what some people call them. I don't know if there's a proper name for male Karens. but Those, kind of, those people piss me off when I see a video of people flipping out because they have to wear a mask. Or flipping out, like it, it, oh, it, it it aggravates me. All right, continuing on with Michelle Obama's speech, talked about Trump being clearly over his head. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job 
but he is clearly over his head. That's, the, that's an exact quote. And I love that she did this. This is, this is one of my favorite parts of the speech. And I actually smiled when she said this. He, is, he simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. Using his own words against him. I, I, that Axios interview that he did is really coming back to bite him. And today, he made comments about oh, Michelle's speech. He made comments about Michelle Obama's speech, saying that she should have done it live, saying that he could tell it was obviously taped because she got the death total wrong. She said over 150,000. Oh, that's what she said. There are over 150,000 deaths. There's a, over 170 now, and he's complaining. Trump is complaining that she said the wrong death total. She said it 20,000 lower than what it is. And he thinks that's a bad thing. Oh my, he got roasted for this today on Twitter. I just, oh. The man is something else, you know. I. Anyways, her speech was so well done. I posted a link to the transcript of her speech on my Twitter page. It's also on the Real DOS page on Facebook, I believe. You can check it out there. Um. Yeah, I, her speech was just very, very riveting, very, very moving. And I, I am going to remember it for a very, very long time. It, I, I only hope tonight there are moments like hers that move people, that motivate people to get out to vote. Because people need that motivation. People need that excitement. People need that push to get the mail-in ballot, to apply for that mail-in ballot, to get to vote early, to vote in person, just to get out to vote for Biden. And I just, I hope you guys do. I really do. Well, that's it. Um... Tomorrow I'll be recapping day two. I don't know how long tomorrow's episode is going to be. All depends on how exciting today goes, tonight goes. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Jill Biden's speech is as moving and as powerful as Michelle Obama's is. We'll see what AOC says. We'll see what Bill Clinton says. John Kerry's talking too, I think. There's a few other speakers that will be talking. So... We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's a good night. Hopefully, there's some nice highlights. And hopefully, we have a good night tonight. Anyways, um, thank you for listening. Um, tune in tomorrow for um, a recap of day two.
and I will talk. You'll hear me later. Hopefully, you guys have a good night. Have a nice night, guys.